Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions while he gave me the teachings I share here. Most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Hejavejagatamevasamsaranavasejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejavejav
I'll compare you to a snowflake. Different from all the other snowflakes, unique and individual. So a mass of clouds are blown by the winds into place. The water forms into ice crystals and falls from the sky. From the one source and substance, you come into being as an individual. Yet all the snowflakes ultimately melt back into water, merging into the whole again. In this way, you are a unique form of consciousness. Fascinating, intricate, beautiful, even mesmerizing. Yet your goal is to become water again, to live in the fluidity and flow that is inherent to your being. For this, you look to your own essence. The essence of a snowflake is water. And the essence of the human being is beingness. Why is this important? Because you're not living in the flow of divine consciousness and bliss, not yet. You're made of beingness, and when beingness experiences beingness, the experience is bliss. Divine and unending, constant inner bliss that feeds and nourishes you on all levels. Your goal is the bliss of consciousness, Osha. To find, to feel, to see, and to know your own self as the one self, being an individual while being the whole. Primordial consciousness takes on a body, yours. Primordial consciousness takes on all bodies, even rocks, mountains, trees and rivers, and the many objects. Consciousness is being the whole universe and all it comprises, including you. Why? This is from the article as well. Why? Out of the bliss of pure beingness, consciousness is overflowing in exuberant creativity. Each thing that consciousness becomes is a blossoming forth with the whole contained in it. So here we are at the beginning of a new year, blossoming forth with all possibilities, all potentialities arising from within, from the source of the universe, your own source, Osha. You get to choose. The creative power of consciousness lies intact within you. You can sculpt time into whatever shape you'd like it to be. You can be up before the sunrise, doing yoga and meditation, so the inner sun comes up with the outer sun. You can bring that light into every corner of your life, basing your decisions and actions in the inner illumination that flows forth as love and creativity, in compassionate and intelligent solutions, exciting and promising plans, and ways to get more, as well as ways to give more. And if you choose instead the same old, same old, you'll get the same old, same old. 
Yes, I'm talking about New Year's resolutions again. Some of you have heard this from me in prior years. I have a confession to make. I'm actually not at all interested in you making New Year's resolutions. They are important. They are valuable. But the valuable part of it is you taking a look at yourself. It's so easy to see what other people need. It's so easy to have plans for what other people should be doing. Can you apply an intelligent perspective to your own situation? It's called discernment, yogic discernment. Can you see your blind spots? I recognize that I'm asking a lot that you can see what you don't usually see. The process of self-assessment is what I'm urging you toward. While New Year's is a great time for it, ideally, it happens every day. You can live in the flow of divine creativity, blossoming forth while you're looking at how well you're managing it. In my undergraduate work, I did an art class one summer. In six weeks, we did the creative output of five months. It was a whirlwind. Instead of having a project due every week, we had a project due every day. The entire time was devoted to an effulgence, a blossoming forth, using different tools, different mediums, to express what was arising from within. It was a training in how to live in the flow. It was a way of experimenting with different tools, using different resources to get the results I wanted to create. I got to choose. Oh, nothing ever turned out exactly the way I wanted, of course. But that's a training, too. In life, you put your best into it, while the results are unpredictable. Yet, that's part of the fun of it as well. While I was creating another art piece every day, as I put paint to canvas or layered in pastels, in the process, while I was doing it, I was assessing how it was going every step of the way. And I was changing my approach if I wasn't getting what I was aiming for. Life is like this. I call it sculpting time. You have X many years and you get to create whatever you choose with them. What do you want to put the next hour of your time toward? What do you want to give the rest of your day to? What are you getting from what you're doing? You know, it's a basic principle of investment as well. While you're in for the long haul, you're assessing your progress on a regular and consistent basis. Baba described it this way. You undertake different activities to find peace, but you remain without happiness. You cannot find peace in the outer world, even if you're surrounded with the utmost comfort and luxury. Your search in the outer world, he said, is mainly to satisfy the five basic senses, your appetite for beautiful forms and sights, for delicious tastes, 
harmonious sounds, thrilling sensations of touch and fragrant smells. Yet you remain unsatisfied. Even in a life filled with the luxuries you enjoy, the luxury of central heat in the middle of winter, the luxury of indoor plumbing, the luxury of enough food to eat, the luxury of free time. In the West, we enjoy so many luxuries without recognizing how rare and precious they are. With all your luxuries, with all your pursuits of sensory experiences, you remain unsatisfied. Yes, Baba, it's true. How do I know it's true? Because nothing will satisfy you except the inner experience of your own self. That's what brings you here. Looking for the inner filling, the inner expansion, the inner fulfillment that is the only thing that really counts. The bliss of consciousness. You are seeking your own self. Fortunately, your own self is easy to find. Your own self is closer than your breath. Your own self is who you are. Not merely something or someone inside you. Your own self is who you really are. Your deepest essence, source and beingness at your core. You be. It is this beingness that you've been missing. It is your own beingness that you must find. For the loss of self is the greatest loss of all. The quest, the spiritual quest, the quest of lifetimes is the quest of the self. Yet there's nothing you can do to find yourself, for all the doing takes you in the wrong direction outward. So we meditate to marinate in the divine beingness that is your own beingness, O Shiva. And it works because of my Baba. Of course, he would say that it works because of his Baba. Such beings make beingness available in a tangible way. They open the doorway inside. That's called Shaktipat. The awakening of your own inner Shakti, your own energy of consciousness, your own energy of beingness. I got Shaktipat from my Baba and bring it to you from him. Once you've gotten Shaktipat, you can call your own beingness up to arise within you. All you have to do is say mantra. You are filled by consciousness, radiant with the light of consciousness, progressively more and more effulgent, even overflowing with the light and love and bliss and joy of consciousness. You get to live this way in the constant flow of inner inspiration, illumined thoughts and actions. Now, that's a New Year's resolution. Or at least take a look at what gets in the way. Use 
your intelligence? What blocks your divine light from shining forth all the time? What keeps you from basing your actions in the inner illumination? What darkens your horizon? Oh, it's your mind. <sighs> I know. I remember. And I know the way out. You see, if you're caught in a trap and you want to get free, don't talk to your cellmates. Talk to the ones who've gotten free. The way out is the way in. Once that inner door has been opened for you, you can see inward to a whole new level. You can feel your way. You can find your way in there, which is in here. And once that inner door is open, it's through the same door that the light of consciousness shines through. So I'm back at New Year's resolutions. How will you keep that inner doorway open? At least for now, until you step inward and establish yourself in your own self. Once you shift your center inward, you base yourself in your own self, the doorway is always open. You will never again find yourself on the outside looking inward, hoping for life and joy to arise within, for you become based in the beingness you already are. This is called self-realization. This is your destiny. This is the reason you took birth. This is the goal of life. This is why you are here. And in the meantime, oh little snowflake, how do you remember that you're made of water? How can you live in such a way that you see all the other snowflakes are made of water? All of them distinct, so beautifully, uniquely, and outstandingly different forms of the one thing. The reality is that you go in the direction your mind is headed. If you're thinking about food, you'll get hungry. If you're thinking about pain, it increases. If you're thinking about the past, you relive it. If you're thinking about the future, you're living through it right now. And if you're thinking about consciousness, you are headed toward consciousness. If you're thinking about the Guru, one of my favorite things to do, then you're headed in the direction that he went, inside, inward. Yet along the way, you assess your progress. Use your intelligence to see, am I more enlightened this year than last year? Am I more enlightened today than yesterday? What will move me in the direction I want to go? New Year's resolutions are about choosing self-improvement over self-indulgence. Where do you want to be when the next New Year's rolls around? And how will you get there? Intelligent self-assessment, a plan for self-improvement, diligence, perseverance, and lots of bliss. That's how you get there. 
The bliss is essential. The saying is, when you're looking at spiritual paths, take the one with the bliss. Because without bliss, you're lacking your own self. And when you're experiencing your own self, the bliss underlies everything. So for the new year, I wish you more and more bliss. The bliss of consciousness, uh, not the bliss of self-indulgence. Don't confuse the two. The bliss of freedom. That's my Baba's name. Muktananda, Mukta freedom, Ananda bliss. The bliss of freedom. Now that's a New Year's resolution. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhavanam Namaha.